everyone, welcome back to episode 21 of A Couple of Creeps. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Colin. Say hi, Colin. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Better done to me. <laughs> this is the show where we talk about all things creepy. <laughs> Still talking about Mario. Me scusi. Scusi. I am sleepy. Peaches, 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 peaches. Sorry, we're a little hopped up today. Anyway. Uh, between the coffee and the booze, I am feeling sloopy. <laughs> I've been hearing Bowser's song to Peaches. Peach. For ever now, I feel like, and it's only been a few days. Yep. But <laughs> back to the cards back, at hand. Yeah, back to this here. Back to this. This is the show where we talk about all things creepy. Whether that's creatures, killers, or just crazy people or places, if it gives you goosebumps, we want to talk about it. Yeah, we do. I'm here to speak about it. So am I. Do you want to know what we're talking about this week? Yeah, what are we talking about? Talk about werewolves. Can I tell you a secret? What? I know that because you told me. I did tell you. We are werewolves, not, <laughs> not swearwolves. Hey, s- piss off, mate. It's okay. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Excellent show and movie, <laughs> What movie, We Do yeah. in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows is one of my all-time favorite movies. If you have never seen it, <laughs> you need to look it up. I just love the Kiwi accent. Yeah. Did. <laughs> nah, dude. And, like, what? I don't even know how to, like, describe, like, my favorite kind of comedy, but it has it in there. Cause it's dry. It's I love dry comedy. Dry, a little bit of, like, slapstick. Yeah. Uh, like, like, not. hyper-literalism, you know, where it's like, you know, well, it's like. Shirley, you can't be serious, you know, he's like, but I am, don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> you know? Like, not to get anything away about the movie, but there's a scene where it's like, the sink's full of bloody dishes, and the camera pans over, and it's just and it's full dishes of- Dishes that are covered, covered in, in blood. blood. They are bloody dishes. And I mean, I will cackle- You'll just giggle. Every time I see that, and yeah. I, I just cannot help it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we do in the shadows, werewolves and vampires. Excellent. You're eating baschetti. <laughs> Peter's 5,000 years old. He's not yeah, coming to Peter the flat is, meeting. Peter is 5,000 years old. He's not coming to the He's flat meeting. He's not coming meeting. to the flat meeting. Anyway, you want to talk about werewolves? Let's talk about werewolves. They were supposed to be making a movie called Werewolves. Yeah. But I haven't heard anything more about it. And I want it so bad because the werewolves in that movie are, are funny. They're, are trying, funny. they're trying to control their anger. Yeah. And they have almost like a fraternity Yeah. They're almost like frat them. bros. Yeah. Hey, 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 we don't use that kind of language. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We are, wo- we are werewolves, not swearwolves. Not swearwolves. Oh, excuse me, I've got a lot more gassy. Pardon. Pardon. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Uh, let's see. It just says in development. Well, I need it to be further along in development yeah Yeah, just says in development i don't know well damn it that makes me sad yeah it says tyke this is from 2019 taika waititi promises shadows spinoff film we are wolves (laughs) i need it i need Hmm. it like i need caffeine Hmm? Hmm? all right let's fucking party let's party rock we're going to talk about some early werewolf legends. Let's make like a banana and fucking get out of here. Huh? 
Early werewolf legends. It's unclear exactly when and where the werewolf legend originated. Some scholars believe the werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest known... Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Bingo. The oldest known Western prose no when Gilgam... Oh, my goodness. Try that again. <laughs> Let's take that from the top. My God. That was word soup. <laughs> oh, my God. The Western prose no Gilgamesh. Sound like an Eastern European bride. Just... The Western knows about uh, Gilgamesh is. No, like, no, no, Superman no here. <laughs> the Epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest known Western prose. That's a word. Yep. When Gilgamesh jilted a potential lover because she had turned her previous mate into a wolf. Word. As we do. <laughs> Werewolves made another early appearance in Greek mythology with the legend of Lycan. According to the legend, Lycan, the son of Pegasus, angered the god Zeus when he served him with a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's why we get lycanthropy. Mm-hmm. As punishment, the enraged Zeus turned Lycan and his sons into wolves. Werewolves also emerged in early Nordic folklore, the saga of the Volsungs, tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pelts that had the power to turn people into werewolves for 10 days. The father-son duo donned the pelts, transformed into wolves, and went on a killing rampage in the forest. The rampage ended when the father attacked his son, causing a lethal wound. The son only survived because a kind raven gave the father a leaf with healing powers. Fuck yeah. So that's kind of... Most of the lore on them, where yeah. they came from. <laughs> that's that's literally anything everybody's ever wrote about, about yeah. werewolves. Yeah. That's all there is. That's all there is. That's all. That's <laughs> the only two things they made. So Three things. There are some infamous werewolves that I found. Sure. But I want to talk about something kind of off, and then I'll come back. I want to talk about the wolf trials. Did you say famous or infamous? Infamous. So that's infamous. Infamous. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make sure I was understanding what we were yes. saying. Okay. Lack of sleep. And yeah. caffeine. Infamous. Infamous. But I want to talk about the wolf trials. Okay. <clears throat> the wolf trials? The wolf trials. Uh, you mean the witch trials? No. Anyone from the States knows all about the witch trials. That's true. But we're going to talk about the wolf trials, which happened over in Europe. In Germany? Mayhaps. Is that true, or am I just guessing? No. It's, it's true? It's true. Oh, fuck, dude, I'm so good. I, I My know. God. I'm like, fuck. Shit, I knew that I didn't even know I knew. You're a goddamn Jeopardy contestant is what you are. <laughs> Some years before the witch trials in Salem, Massachusetts, courts in Europe were convicting men and some women of transforming into werewolves and mutilating and eating children. The punishments were sometimes as gruesome as the alleged crimes. In Germany, in 1589, executioners strapped accused werewolf Peter Stump to a cartwheel <laughs> Removed his skin with hot pinchers and chopped off his head before burning his body at the stake. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to uh, interject real quick. That, like, you know, because this is one of the few hardcore histories that you listened to. Yeah. Was Painfotainment. Everybody yeah. should listen to Hardcore History. It's a, it's a fantastic podcast. But he talked about just, yeah, you know, pain for entertainment yeah. all through history. Yeah. And that's not like, 
oh, they were especially brutal to this werewolf. That's just how they fucked people That's, up yeah. back then. Yeah. They used to break them on the wheel. They used to use, you know, the, like you're talking, red hot pinchers to take chunks of flesh. Wouldn't they sell tickets? So that, yeah, so that was the, in general, yes. But the one that really had us like, what was the Roman Colosseums? Yeah. Where like, it was literally like a modern arena. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, it was like a sporting event where get your tickets, you go down to the, we're going to go down to the, the uh, Colosseum because they, I think they're having some slaves fight some lions today, you know, <laughs> and then you would just watch that. Right. Everybody eat quick. We need to get good seats. Right. And so they'd have like the title show, which was like, you know, like I said, the 300 slaves versus 30 lions. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll see who wins or whatever. But then when it was like intermission, everybody goes down to concessions and gets food during concessions. They would just execute their criminals. Yeah. And the crowds would be able to just like holler out requests, you know, <laughs> cut off his fingers or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, good idea. And cut the guy's fingers off. Oh, my God. And while they're just sitting there like, you know, the equivalent of like yeah. eating their popcorn and nachos. Yeah. You know, because they got back or they weren't hungry, didn't go to concessions. They get to sit there in a relatively empty coliseum and make requests from the executioner. And that was just how they spent Sunday. Oh, my God. You know, that was their Sunday night football. <laughs> and, like, you'd take the kids. You, know, you might have, like, some religious stuff during intermission of, like, here's some good teachings for the kids and the clown or whatever. And then, all right, let's bring out the, you know, the two thieves and the murderer, and we're going to execute them today. wonder if they had Carrie Underwood singing the theme song. <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah. The theme song. <laughs> Just the Roman theme song. <laughs> and it sounds an awful lot like Sunday night football. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's... So. And that was 2,000 years ago. That's what's always yeah. baffled me about like the Romans is it just sounds like so similar to modern yeah. culture. Yeah. How far we've come in some ways. <laughs> and not, not in a, others. Not in others. But back to Stump. Yeah, all of that to talk about Mr. Stump. Yeah. I was really hoping you were going to say they'd behead him. Or did they? They did behead him. Well, Mr. Stump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stump's head attached to a wooden pole carved into the likeness of a wolf was later displayed Jeez. as a warning to others tempted to consort with the devil. Wolf trials took place in parts of Europe throughout the 15th, 16th, and 17th centuries, driven by superstition, religious and political clashes, and the desire to find scapegoats for harsh conditions. Right. Many of the accused were beggars, hermits, or recent immigrants to the areas. Many confessed to being werewolves and committing heinous crimes, but only after being tortured. Right, exactly. Historians suspect some suffered from delusions or weren't intelligent enough to know what they were admitting to. A few may have been actual pedophiles or serial killers, right. but the historical records are fragmented and exaggerated. Centuries later, it's difficult to entangle folklore from real evidence or what people believed to be real at the time. Yeah, exactly. That's so, the hard thing is what they declared as fact then was just what they understood yeah. or, or thought they knew. Yeah. Right. And so for us to look back on it. Yeah, you know, it was matter. It was factual that this man, you know, and they would describe it as like this man did things that are impossible to us. Yeah. Right? He, we watched him turn into the face of a wolf and eat that boy. And you're like, probably most likely didn't. Yeah. Right. But what did they see that they're like, there's no other way to explain it. <laughs> you know, and then you have people who might not believe it, but then you have the ones that are like really like into In, what they're saying. But like, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, did you ever read the play? Uh, the Crucible in school. Mm-mm. It was a play that came out, I want to say, in the 50s or 60s, and it was an American play, and it takes place during the witch trials, and it's meant to be like an allegory for the Red Scare in yeah. U.S. politics of, like, there's communists among us, right? And how easy it is to get swept up in the fear of yeah. they can look just like you or me and be among us, 
Yeah. Right. And how quickly a town can be convinced that there's no possible way that she did that other than she's a witch. We have to burn her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you've got normal people being like, skin her, throw her in the river. Right. I think about before we get back to this, the witch trials of their ways of proving mm-hmm. if it's a witch or not. A witch or oh, not. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to tie a... <laughs> we're going to tie a stone to you and throw you in, in the, the river. river. If you drown, oops, that was our bad. You weren't a witch. If you get out, you were a witch, witch. and we're going to burn you. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Say psych. Yeah. But now we're... Or like about, you're saying, talking about torture. Yeah. You know, we're going to torture you until you go, fine, yes, I'm a witch. I'm a witch. You know? You know. It, it, was, it was me. I did yeah. it. You know... And if you say, no, I'm not a witch, they'll go, that's what a witch would say. Yeah, that's exactly what a witch would say. Yeah. Burn her at the and stake. So you're, you know, there was no due process. It was just, once you're accused, that's pretty much it. Yeah. They snowed. And didn't back then they still had trial by juries? Uh, to an extent, yeah, yeah. Because I thought, I thought they did. I mean, I don't know about the 15th and 16th century. In but Germany or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, <clears throat> I believe like... In well, because a lot of our, honestly, a lot of our legal... Um, system like our judicial system is loosely based on the English system. It's like the House of Commons and things like that, yeah. and Parliament is like our Congress and stuff. Um, but you know, they they did have juries and stuff in England. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's that was a thing that we carried here before the Americans. And not to make a thing of it, but most juries were just juries of men. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, it's not like yeah, it wasn't a jury of your own peers. No, it's not like. Women have had it tough sometimes. Not going to get into it, but we've we've had a tough go of it sometimes. So yeah. standing trial as a accused witch right. and a jury of front of a ton of men, yeah, isn't going to do you any favors. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you don't have anybody in your corner. Yeah. Whereas at least now, yeah, it's a jury of your kind of. Yeah. It's a jury of your peers. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. And hopefully you're not being tried as a witch. Yeah. Right. It's not a crime. Who knows what's going to happen these days? <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. We got balloons flying from aliens, so <laughs> we're going to talk about these infamous werewolves, okay? Yes. There's a few stories, and I'll actually talk about Peter um, Stump. Stump again. Yeah. Actually, it might be two different people. So. There's two different Peter Stumps? There's a Peter Stump and a Peter Stubb. Stubb, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Names he only him. lost a hand. <laughs> he only lost a hand. I had to go back, so I'm like, wait a second. Wait a goddamn minute. So, infamous werewolves. Many so-called werewolves from centuries ago were, in fact, serial killers, and France had its fair share. In 1521, a Frenchman Pierre Burgot and Michael Verdun allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment that turned them into wolves. Same. Uh, right? Can we buy that at Walmart? Yeah. After confessing to brutally murdering several children, they were both burned to death at the stake. And burning was thought to be one of the few ways to kill a werewolf. Kill a werewolf, yeah. Giles Garner, known as the werewolf of Dole, was another 16th century Frenchman whose claim to fame was also an ointment with wolf-morphing abilities. According to legend, as a wolf, he viciously killed children and ate them. He, too, was burned to death at the stake for his monstrous crimes. Whether Burgot, Verdun, or Gardner were mentally ill, acted under the influence of a hallucinogenic substance, or were simply cold-blooded killers is up for debate. 
but it likely didn't matter to superstitious Europeans right, exactly. during the 16th century. To them, such heinous crimes could only be committed by horrific beasts such as the werewolf. Yeah. Now it's the Bedburg werewolf. Bedburg. When I first read this, I thought it said bedbug, and I'm like... <laughs> the bedbug werewolf. I'm like, ugh. He's just riddled with bedbugs. Oh my god. But it's the Bedburg werewolf. Okay. Peter Stubb, uh-huh. a wealthy 15th century farmer in Bedburg, Germany, may, the mo- may be the most notorious werewolf of them all. According to folklore, he turned into a wolf-like creature at night and devoured many citizens of Bedburg. Peter was eventually blamed for the gruesome killings after being cornered by hunters who claimed they saw him shape-shift from wolf to human form. He experienced grisly execution after confessing under torture to savagely killing animals, men, women, and children, and eating their remains. He also declared he owned an enchanted belt that gave him the power to transform into a wolf at will. Not surprisingly, the belt was never found. Found. Right, exactly. Peter's guilt is controversial since some people believe he wasn't a killer, but the victim of a political witch hunt, or perhaps a werewolf hunt, we should say. Either way, the circumstances surrounding his life and death stoked rampant fears at the time that werewolves were on the loose. Okay. The shapeshifter as a werewolf. Okay. Some legends maintain werewolves shapeshifted at will due to a curse. Others state they transformed with the help of an enchanted sash or a cloak made of wolf pelt. Still others claim people became wolves after being scratched or bit by a werewolf. Right. In many werewolf stories, a person only turns into a wolf when there's a full moon, and that theory may not be far-fetched. Yeah. According to a a study conducted at Australia's Calvary Matter Newcastle Hospital, that's a mouthful. I was going to say. A full moon brings out the beast in many humans. The study found that of the 91 violent acute behavior incidents at the hospital between August 2008 and July 2009, 23% 23% happened during a full moon. Hmm. Patients attacked staff and displayed wolf-like behavior such as biting, spitting, and scratching. Although many were under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time, it's unclear why they became intensely violent when the moon was full. Right. And so I wonder if that's a case of like, <clears throat> does the moon cause that? Or does us having that? Because that is like a common like, I was gonna say, oh, it's a full moon out. You know, they're, look out. The crazies will be out. Yeah. So is that a, there's the societal like, oh, we all accept that as a, a potential thing, right? And so then when I'm not with my wits, you know, whether I'm drugged or, you know, yeah. I'm high or drunk or mentally unwell, then I take into account the fact that, well, the full moon's out. The crazies are, you know. Yeah. And, and so then I feed into that. Yeah. And, you know. I do the same things as I said before. I work in the medical field. Right. And it'll be like halfway through my shift and I'll be like, you can definitely tell it's a full, it's a full moon. moon. Right. Yeah. And so that's the question is, you know, which one it's like the chicken and the egg. Yeah. You know, do people act crazy around the full moon because we say they will? Yeah. Or we're just paying more attention to it because the full moon is out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or is the full moon somehow cause. Yeah. The tide shifting really yeah, somehow sucks cause us, us to be yeah. crazy, you know. And with all that being said, here's the real question. Are werewolves real? The werewolf... You don't think so? I don't think so. My mother would disagree with you. (laughs) I know. So the werewolf phenomenon may have a medical explanation. Take Peter the Wild Boy, for instance, in 1725. Is this the guy that's covered in hair? No. Okay. No. 
1725, he was found wandering naked on all fours through a German forest. Many thought he was a werewolf, at least raised by wolves. Peter ate with his hands and couldn't speak. He was eventually adopted by the courts of King George I and King George II and lived out his days as their pet in England. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Research has shown Peter likely had Pitt-Hopkins syndrome, a condition discovered in 1978 that causes lack of speech, seizures, distinct facial features, difficulty breathing, and intellectual challenges. Hmm. Other medical conditions that may have encouraged werewolf mania throughout, throughout history are, for example... Lycanthropy, a rare psychological condition that causes people to believe to that believe they're it. changing into a wolf or other animal. Right. Food poisoning. Yep. Hypertrichosis, a rare genetic disorder causing excessive hair growth. Uh-huh. Rabies. Right. Yeah, that was my thought was, you know, way before we knew what rabies was, it makes sense to go, yeah. this guy changed all of a sudden. Yeah, rabies has been here a long time. And hallucination, possibly caused by hallucinogenic herb. Herbs. 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 Herb, get in here. <laughs> Hallucinogenic herbs. <laughs> Throughout the centuries, people have used werewolves and other mythical beasts to explain the unexplainable. In modern times, however, most believe werewolves are nothing more than pulp culture horror. Right. Um, icons made famous thanks to Hollywood's 1941 flick, The Wolfman. Right. Or my mom's favorite movie, The Werewolf in London. <laughs> Still, The American we're- Werewolf in London. Yeah. Still, yeah, that's a good movie. Werewolves have a cult following. Werewolf sightings are reported each year, and werewolf legends will likely continue to haunt the dreams of people throughout the world. I believe that the first Oscar for costuming and makeup was given to, or maybe for special effects, was given to American Werewolf in London for the transformation. I think you're right, because I think we've talked about that before. In 1982. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is on the same werewolf topic. Yeah. My, as you know, my mom grew up out in the country right. and her bedroom window faced out into the field. Right. To this day. She swears. She swears that she had a werewolf looking at her in her window her entire life. Yeah. Now, do you know what it sounds like to me? What? Similarly, if you describe it, because she, she saw the shadowy figure in the window, right? Yeah. It sounds to me like sleep paralysis. Yeah. You know, where you, you are, it's like a waking dream. Yeah. I'm awake, but you can still see things because the subconscious is still sleeping. So maybe for, she had a fear of a werewolf. Yeah. And then her sleep paralysis demon, air quote, right there, who talks about seeing the shadowy figure, was this wolf outside her window. Now, that's very possible. My sleep paralysis was a lot more horrifying than just having a werewolf hanging outside my window. I've only had sleep paralysis like once. And I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. And there was something in the corner of the room. Did it crawl to you? Yeah. It was looking at me and it was really tall. And it started moving and it got down. And of course, I'm laying next to you. Right. You can't move. I can't, can't speak. move. I can't. I can barely breathe. You know, I'm starting to panic. Yeah. And I can see it start clawing up the bed. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if my panic finally. Well, you woke up. Woke me up. But I was like, <gasps> Colin, Colin, there's something. Yeah, it scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Because <laughs> to me, you're just asleep over there. I'll say you're over there sawing logs, and I'm like, oh my God, there's something coming for me. There's something coming for me. Then, yeah. <gasps> Colin! Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a weird thing about sleep paralysis as well as like how um, consistent it is as far as like that's what people yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, and again, I don't know what that is as far as 
it, again, is it, well, that's what happens when you suffer sleep paralysis. So yeah. then your subconscious already knows that. And it's like, oh, this must be sleep paralysis. And then there's the shadow figure, right, where your subconscious yeah. creates it. Or what? Or if that's just some weird, like, oh, idiosyncrasy so- that the brain has. Yeah, where it's like, okay, let's see what we're going <clears> to make. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to fall asleep. You're going to wake up. Because you're awake but can't move, we're going to assume something's pinning you down. Yeah. And then it just creates this thing that holds you, you know, comes and lays yeah. on you. It just felt like I had like 40 pounds just sitting on my chest. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to add I to did, this? I did. So I wanted to, you kind of brushed on it. Um, did your eyeball on me like, ask me if there's, ask me if there's anything I want to talk me, about. Ask me. Ask me. So you touched on it there at the end. I think uh, one of the more common, um, like causes of, you know, wolf, you're a werewolf. Yeah. First of all, my first thought, when we were talking about um, rabies, doesn't rabies have a di- uh, I almost said a digestion, an incubation period of like thirty days? I don't think it's quite thirty days, but it's about a month. Yeah. So what if somebody gets infected with rabies around a full moon, and then thirty days later starts acting crazy? Yeah. When the full moon is out. Yeah, and when you think about it this way. And rabies is spread through bites. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. Someone who has rabies, you know, is going through the rabies phase, you know. (laughs) The rabies phase. The rabies phase. You know, And they're attacking people. And they bite you. Yeah. You know, 30 days or whatever later. You're sick. You're sick too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a disease, right? And I'm sure you feel like shit leading up to it. Yeah. You start to feel ill. You can feel it coming down. I always say, well, I don't always say, but I've always heard <laughs> that it's kind of like flu-like symptoms. Yeah. And so, and then I hear like the, one of the worst symptoms towards the end there is hydrophobia. Yeah. Where you literally are unable to drink water. Yeah. Your throat closes up. You vomit when you try and drink water and you just can't. It's yeah. literally almost like a fear of water, which is just bizarre. Yeah. The fact that you're, oh my God, I can't drink Oh fuck, this. I can't drink. You I can't get drink that away from me, right? Which might lead into the idea of like holy water potentially being effective against it and things like that. Yeah. Right. Where they're like, no, don't don't touch me with that. Yeah. Um, but another common one is called, and I trust I'm pronouncing it correctly, ergotism. Uh, and that is a it's the effect of long term ergot poisoning, which uh, ergot is a fungus that grows on rye and wheat. There's a fungus among us. There's a fungus among us. So. <laughs> It, it basically, it's this uh, purple club-headed fungus, is how they describe it, that infects rye and other cereals, and more recently by the action of a number of ergoline-based drugs. So you can still get ergotism today. But basically, one of the main symptoms of it is convulsive ergotism, where you have spasms, diarrhea, uh, mania, psychosis, headaches, nausea, vomiting. And as it progresses, you can get gangrenous ergotism, where you have sores that become you know, infected and rot. That's just Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? That's just how I... Uh, that's how I that's, exist. That's, that's me after a good meal. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but uh, And then you can have loss of peripheral sensations. So you can have people who seem you know, crazy, right? And they're having spasms. They're not acting, air quote, normal, right? Yeah. And it can be something as simple as literally the bread or the porridge that we had this week has constantly been you know, full of this mold or this fungus. Yeah. And then over time, it's just turned you into, and so it's that idea like you're talking about of, to us, it's invisible, right? We yeah. don't know that it's happening. And then now all of a sudden you changed, right? And if it happens because it's the grain that the the village is ingesting, right? You've got, you know, oh, the neighbor's mom and the village chief, right? And all these people yeah. across the village 
all of a sudden sporadically maybe around the same time but not all at once start acting crazy and you're like there, there's wolves among us right and how easy it is again for yeah. that panic to set in of there's something i can't see that's attacking us right and now all of a sudden you're burning your neighbors yeah because there's something wrong with them with that being said your mom could have given us ergotism <laughs> when she made us scrape around the mold and the butter <laughs> erg no ergot does not grow on butter it's a fungus not a mold and it grows on wheat and other cereals. Just made me think about it. <laughs> you know, it could have made the leap to the buttery substance. <laughs> the ew, buttery substance. <laughs> I've had stools you could describe that way. Oh. 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 It was a buttery stew. <laughs> it's a buttery substance. Well, my dad, talking about, he went to the bathroom on Easter, okay? Yeah. So last Sunday, we're all having our big he family. He has risen. Easter dinner. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen. And my father did the same thing and proceeded to leave the table. He excuses himself. He excused himself, told the table he had to take a shit. Yeah. And he comes back. I like that you're just tapping on your daddy here. I am. I am. I, I can do this because he doesn't listen. And even if he did listen, <laughs> so be right, it. Right, yeah. Yeah, maybe if he fucking listened. Yeah. We wouldn't do this to him. But he leaves, comes back like 20 minutes later. And like the most common question asked, did everything come out okay? Yeah, all right. Yeah. And he proceeded to Because you left say, in a hurry. I mean, it was yeah. like, ooh, I hope he's all right. You ooh, know. I got to go. And he comes back and said, yeah, it came out like pancake batter. Yeah, you said, did everything come out right? And he goes, yep, like can like pancake, pancake batter. batter. And Everyone we were like, Everyone at Boo! that table was like, oh my God. Because first of all, there's an image. And the part that got me laughing was the fact that that meant, yes, it did come out okay. <laughs> yeah. Did it come out okay? Yep, just like pancake batter. Just like batter. pancake batter. I don't mean to tell you your business, but that is not okay. That's not how <laughs> that's, it's supposed to come out, Dad. That, that, in fact, did not come out okay. That, that's not a good day for the bowels <laughs> if it's pancake batter. It's not good. It's not. So, <laughs> with that being said, Colin, do you have anything else you want to add? It should come out like a chocolate bar, you know? Pretty much, yeah. Like a soft chocolate a soft, bar. Like kind of... Kind of melty, but kind, not... That's what I was yeah. going to say. Kind of melty. Malleable, but still pretty hard. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? <laughs> I mean, get lots of fiber. <laughs> Eat a fibrous <laughs> diet. You heard yeah. it here. Yeah, get fiber. Uh, look out for purple fungus on your whole grain. And neighbors who want to bite you and seem kind of crazed. Yeah. Get your rabies shot. Get your rabies shot. <laughs> what did uh, Alex Trebek always say? Uh, what is it? Spay and neuter your pets? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got. That wasn't Alex Trebek. Which that, one was it? No, that, that was Bob Barker. That was Bob Barker. Yeah, Bob Barker. Alex Trebek. <laughs> No, Bob Barker was The Price is Right. Yeah. And Alec Trebek was Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. But anyway, sorry yep. to get off topic there it's for right. a minute. It's, it's um, if you want to keep up with us with the latest about the show and get a little hint about next week's episode, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Couple of Creeps. And if you'd like to get in touch with us to tell us your own creepy tales or suggest topics for us to check out, you can email us at a couple of creeps at gmail.com. That's the letter A, couple of creeps at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, send them in. Send them in. We want to hear it. <laughs> but, come on. Come on. Send it in. <laughs> but next week, we're going to talk about, I'm thinking something cultish. Cultish? Cultish. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? But I'm feeling kind of culty next week. <laughs> feeling but goofy, you know? I'm feeling goofy. You never yeah. know. But we hope you guys have an amazing week. We can't wait to talk at you next Sunday. And as always, stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>